Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. As we start a brand new week together, 888 some big events over the weekend. Yeah. We'll get into that uh, coming up here in just a minute. First, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Nancy Pelosi isn't going to hold a vote on impeachment. Adam Schiff now uh, doesn't think the whistleblower should testify. Uh, while all of that is dominating the headlines, ABC News is literally making up news. Uh, when they used that video from Kentucky and were trying to push their narrative about how there is no ceasefire in Syria, look at what happened. Yeah, it was a Kentucky explosion. Between the Democrats and all the media, uh, we've got to stick together. That's why Patriot Mobile was created, to give conservatives like you a voice, both literally and uh, to help preserve our great nation. The big mobile companies are all off chasing left-wing causes. If you don't want your money, your hard-earned dollars, going to those causes, then switch your carrier to Patriot Mobile. That's why we made the switch here at The Blaze. You'll get the same nationwide coverage. You don't have to compromise quality. You don't have to pay more for it. In fact, unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $25 a month, plus free activation on up to two lines with the offer code BLAZE. So call their U.S.-based customer service at 877-367-7524 or go online at patriotmobile.com slash blaze patriotmobile.com slash blaze Pat Gray Unleashed So ISIS leader uh, Abu al-Baghdadi that's the only part of his name <laughs> but I mean that should suffice right? That's enough right? That's enough Come on. Uh, Al-Baghdadi, we lost him. We lost him. Uh, Thank goodness. Special special ops troops uh, moved in on him over the weekend while apparently uh, President Trump and and, uh, members of the chiefs of staff were, were watching via satellite. And as the president likes to say, he died like a dog. (laughs) cowering whimpering screaming plus he dragged he dragged his three children three of his kids along with him and uh as as the uh u.s special forces closed in he detonated a uh a suicide bombing vest and killed him and his family just really unbelievable we've got uh the president talking about that U.S. Special Operations Forces executed a dangerous and daring nighttime raid in northwestern Syria and accomplished their mission in grand style. The U.S. personnel were incredible. I got to watch much of it. No personnel were lost in the operation, while a large number of Baghdadi's fighters and companions were killed with him. He died after running into a dead-end tunnel, whimpering and crying and screaming all the way. The compound had been cleared by this time, with people either surrendering or being shot and killed. Eleven young children were moved out of the house and are uninjured. The only ones remaining 
were Baghdadi in the tunnel, and he had dragged three of his young children with him. They were led to certain death. He reached the end of the tunnel as our dogs chased him down. He ignited his vest, killing himself and the three children. His body was mutilated by the blast. The tunnel had caved in on it, in addition. But test results gave certain immediate and totally positive identification. It was him. The thug who tried so hard to intimidate others spent his last moments in utter fear, in total panic and dread, terrified of the American forces bearing down on him. We were in the compound for approximately two hours, and after the mission was accomplished, we took highly sensitive material and information from the raid, much having to do with ISIS, origins, future plans, things that we very much want. Mm. And so he died like a dog. <laughs> as, I love it. As uh, the president is wont to say. Mm. Begged like a dog, died like a dog, <laughs> whatever. Great quotes in American presidential history right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, really something. Uh, meanwhile, the Washington Post described Baghdadi as an austere religious scholar. Oh, look at that. Look at that obituary headline. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, austere religious scholar at helm of Islamic State, dies at 48. <laughs> Sounds like he's a librarian or something. <laughs> Jeez. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Democracy dies in darkness, Pat. Oh, uh, right. Yes. Yes. So they got, they got what they deserved, however. Uh, Twitter kind of blew up on them. Which it should, it should blow up on them. Uh, I think this is Jason Howerton responding to this. Mao Zedong, who saved twenty to forty-five million of his own people from having to suffer through the struggle of existence, <laughs> dies at eighty-two. That sounds like the route I went with mine. <laughs> uh, advocate for Germany and political party leader Adolf Hitler takes own life at fifty-six. <sighs> Yeah, we yeah there was several Hitler ones. Yeah, that just were, I didn't realize this was uh, happening really good. on Twitter. Uh, yeah, just who Muckenfutch is who inspired me uh, <laughs> with her original. Uh, she tweeted out Lee Harvey Oswald, former Marine, passes away at twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. And it went like that yeah. with Stalin. And- <laughs> Mussolini and, and, and others. And Bloomberg uh, News had something, too. What, can you put that on the screen? What was their stupid thing? Uh, there it is. Islamic State leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi transform, transformed himself <laughs> from a little-known teacher of Quranic recitation resuscitation, uh, into the self-proclaimed ruler of an entity that covered swaths of Syria and Iraq. Well, that sounds downright pleasant. He like sounds, you said, a, a, a librarian <laughs> who just found just, himself thrust in the, in the in world history. Just a good guy. What? Leave him alone. What are you doing chasing him down tunnels? Forcing him <laughs> to ignite his suicide vest. What are you doing? Poor guy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then the, the president had to make it 
you know, he he had to throw in that this is this is bigger than the Obama thing. This is bigger than than Osama bin Laden kill. Uh, way bigger. This is the biggest of them all. And I would, I mean, you could make the case, and he did, that uh, <laughs> Baghdadi was a bigger get than Osama bin Laden. Because, you know, Baghdadi was kind of the head of that whole caliphate that they were trying to put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, bin Laden never really had territory like that. And by the time we got to bin Laden, he was just hiding as opposed to right. orchestrating, right? Yes. Um, yeah, there's there's some indication that maybe they there had been some changes in leadership uh, already, but they've already appointed a new leader, somebody we're going to have to also kill here shortly, and uh, hopefully will soon, and just get rid of all of these people. And I use the term people uh, fairly loosely when it comes to them. But uh, a big weekend. Nobody said, though, that this was the toughest decision in the last, well, since the the last decision that was the toughest in the last 500 years. So I guess this would have been the toughest since 2011, right? <laughs> the, yeah. most, the most difficult decision made since 2011 when we made the most difficult decision in the last 500 years. Yep. Because um, a decision was made in 2012 to do nothing to help our soldiers. So yeah, I guess uh, yeah. Uh, I guess the the one where uh, you had to decide if you wanted to kill the world's biggest terrorist or not. Uh, you're right. That was mm-hmm. for everyone else. It would have been a no brainer for Obama. Boy, he struggled for months and literally uh, he almost didn't pull the trigger on that. Uh, Keith, you forgot in your advocate for Germany. You know when you're. Oh, the Headline for Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler's death, yeah. Advocate for Germany, Germany and political party leader, plus the uh, helmed Volkswagen, one of the great car makers oh. in the world. How could you forget that? Why can't you edit tweets? Helmer of Volkswagen Helmer. and creator of the Autobahn. Oh, what, what are, what, where does Helmer, <laughs> Helmer definition? <laughs> <laughs> he helmed the... Uh, oh, at the helm? Okay, Yes, gotcha. at the helm of... Wait a minute. Helmer is is a film director. That's what that's what the dictionary dot com says. Really, Helmer. Okay, a film director. Like, anyway, you like, should have gotten the Autobahn. I should and have Volkswagen yep. in there. Yep, but you sure should have. But surely he was an advocate for Germany, and he was a political leader. So there you go. Hmm. <laughs> Every time something like this happens, these goofballs show their true colors. Seriously, it's really it's pretty amazing. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know why you would make any attempt to soften who and what al-Baghdadi is. He was despicable. He was evil. And as the president said, he died like a coward. Yeah. It, died it, like a dog. to his last action of yeah. murdering his own children. Killing, yep. Unbelievable. I mean, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Well, he thought he could use them as human shields against the military that was approaching. So <clears throat> either way, he was... Yeah. He was hoping they would die for him. Yes. Terrible. Um, now, I understand the Russians have some doubts that we actually pulled out, pulled this off. Oh, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. So well. I'm hoping we actually... I I hope we have some hardcore proof that we can that we can show. Yeah, I saw something that we took some body parts with us, so good. Yeah, good. <laughs> yes. Well, because you need to now. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to, just to prove 
Yeah, that's that's really him. We did what we said we were going to do. And how great is it that we did it without <clears throat> any casualties on our side? Yeah. I mean, that's that's fantastic. Uh, apparently, some of the Kurds helped us with intelligence on this thing. Even after we hmm. we kind of uh, left them in the lurch there. They, they apparently helped us find the guy. Because nobody has better intelligence than the, you know, the people who live there, the people on the ground. Mm-hmm. And, and so they, while they were not apparently involved in the actual operation, they were involved in helping us find the guy. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If you feel sluggish or bloated, you get sick easily, or you just need to lose some weight. The global health supplement industry is uh, always screaming at you that they've got exactly what they what you need. Over $100 billion worth of uh, money gets pumped into that junk. And that's why Dr. Michael Kim was compelled to create Field of Greens. He was frustrated with all the nonsense on the market, wanted to create something that really worked for average everyday people. So that's why he created Field of Greens. It boosts your immunity, helps with digestion, all-around health. It's made of 100% USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Give it a try. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. If you don't love it, uh, just get your money back. Don't be fooled by phony imitations. Get some peace of mind. Look and feel better. And try Field of Greens. You're going to love this stuff. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, so after a, uh, what, two-game, two- or three-game losing streak? Four-game losing streak? Where are we 2-0? Oh, wow. So I have a theory. That hurts. I have a theory what happened. Anyway, more on trivia was correct. Absolutely, yeah. So now we're three and four on the season. What, yeah. What's your theory? Well, so yeah, San Francisco beat Carolina fifty-one thirteen. So we're three and four and more on trivia. But we started off two and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Here's what it was: the Atlanta Falcons were that second win for Moron Trivia. It took everything in the Moron Trivia system to generate a win. The only win of the season, mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. way, for the Falcons thus far. And so I think it just drained the energy from Moron Trivia. And now it's back on track after a four-game streak. Oh, so good. I think the trick yeah. is to never have a Falcons game uh, for more on trivia. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. So it, then it had time to recover yeah. with the bye week. The bye week helped out. Yeah. 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 Got, got some people right. healed there. Okay. And so three and four now on the season. Three and four. Mm-hmm. We're on our way to the 16 and four season we had last year. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Be great to win out. Uh but also the Packers won last night against the Chiefs. What a game. That was a nice win and, and a really good game. Um, and then in the World Series, mm-hmm. it looked really bad late last week for the, for the Houston Astros. Nationals looked like they were going to just sweep them. Yeah, the Astros dropped the first <clears throat> two at home. Yeah, and the second game was 12-3. to Yep. Ugly. So uh, they promptly went to, went to Washington and took three straight. <laughs> no home team has won in this series. Jeez. I wonder if that's ever happened in a World Series where the home team has never won. Certainly not very often. Well, the home team is going to win tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah, because the home team will then be Houston. So Houston leads three games to two now. Uh, President Trump went to the game last night and uh, didn't 
get the kind of reception I, I think he kind of hoped for. Uh, here's some of the response of the crowd when he was announced. <clears throat> uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then there was this real clever uh, response from the cl- from the crowd. Lock, lock him up. Lock him up. See, that's really clever because they replaced the word her at his rallies. You know when they were chanting lock her that's up? That's right. They replaced her with him. Okay, I get and it. And used it against him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... That's really rich. That's, that's funny stuff right well, that's there. That's cleverness, too. That's really Ooh, great. Boy. Okay. Uh, he should have waited, and he should have come to Houston and watched the game there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reception, I think, would be a lot different. A lot different. Yeah. In fact, a I looked this up. Uh, in Washington, D.C., in the 2016 election, uh, Hillary won with... Ninety point nine percent of the vote. Yeah, essentially ninety one percent of the mm-hmm. vote. Yeah, um, and do you think that uh, Trump got the other nine percent? No, he no. only got four point one percent of the vote. Wow. Others and Gary Johnson, probably and Jill, Jill Stein. Stein. Yeah, she got one point four. Yeah, so ninety one to four, wow. Hillary over Trump in twenty sixteen in D.C. <sighs> yep. And then you wonder, well, yeah, they're gonna boo him and they're gonna do the lock him up stuff because they're idiots. I mean, it doesn't get any more uh, Democrat-friendly than Washington, D.C. Really, I think the district is the most Democrat area in the country. Yeah. Has to be. Has to be. Uh, Got some tweets here. Uh, Pat Unleashed from Bronco Nagurski's backgammon teacher. (laughs) Uh, Must be quite old, I'm guessing, by this time. But uh, Mm -hmm. it's it's great to have uh, his teacher with us. 2004 presidential candidate Dick Gephardt is eight years older than Liz Warren, two years older than Biden, and only nine months older than Bernie Sanders. Wow. Tells you how old the Dems candidates are. No, it tells you (laughs) Richard Gephardt needs to get into this race. Sure does. That's what it tells you. Wow. As I've been saying for some time now, where's Dick Gephardt? Where is he? Where is he? Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, obviously he, he would fit right in. Sure would. Can you believe he's only nine months older than Bernie Sanders? Wow. And he's been, I mean, Richard Gebhardt ran, what, 84 for the first time? Probably oh, certainly 88. Yeah. But I think he ran in 84. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a perennial loser. Per, by the way, the, it looks like the Republican, this is a strange graph I'm looking at. This, the Republican that did the best in D.C. for an election would be... Huh. Nixon at uh, 21.5%. Wow, he set that place on fire. Yeah, that is far and away <laughs> the best Republican showing. What did uh, Reagan case. get? Do you have Reagan that? Reagan had um, 13.4 and 13.7. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> so the Democrat to mm. do the worst um, wasn't when Nixon got 21. It was Jimmy Carter, 74.9. Huh. So that's the uh, electoral history going back to 64, 1964. With, uh, How embarrassing for Carter that he only yeah. got 75% of the vote <laughs> in D.C. It's your wow. problem, man. <laughs> it's like, it should be taking candy from a baby, a Democrat winning <laughs> right? D.C. with 90% plus. <laughs> uh, also, um, a black student talking to 
Biden over the weekend as the uh, campaign continues and asked him an interesting question. She said, uh, if I were your daughter, what advice would you give me the next time I'm stopped by the police? Uh, Here's that excuse. If I were your daughter, what advice would you give me the next time I am stopped by the police? If you were my daughter, you'd be a Caucasian girl and you wouldn't be pulled over. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it for a second. So Biden's thing is, if you were my daughter, you'd be a Caucasian and you wouldn't get pulled over? Yeah, he's pandering. (laughs) That's what he's doing. It's a nice way out of that, though. Yeah, wouldn't get pulled over in the first place. (laughs) It's nonsense, of course. But uh, that's a that's a nice comeback, actually. <laughs> that's a pretty decent comeback. Did he have more to say, or was that about it? There is institutional racism that still exists. Okay, stop it. What should require is every police department in America should have to go through what they used to call back when I first got started in the women's movement sensitivity training. Right. For example, I require. Uh huh. For example, he requires. Yeah. And then we got sick and tired of it and couldn't yep. listen anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that. There's still institutional racism, Joe? Really? Huh. Well, That's... In Delaware, yeah. the largest growth in population huh. is uh-huh. Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a wow. 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts really? unless you have a slight Indian accent. <laughs> a fully, I'm not huh. joking. You're, no, I know you're not. You're, you're, being, you're being a racist. <laughs> I, I know. I know you're not joking. I mean, you got the first sort of yeah. mainstream African-American. Yeah. Who is articulate and bright and and, and clean, and clean. And nice-looking guy? That's, I mean, it's that's a storybook, man. Man, that doesn't happen, man. <laughs> Talk about institutional racism. <sighs> Shut up. I just uh, how do people forget about that stuff? How is he not held accountable for that stuff ever? I mean, Donald Trump utters the word lynch, and it means he's a flaming racist. This guy has said some of the most racist nonsense you've ever heard, publicly at least, from a mainstream politician and completely gets a pass on all of it. Uh, Meanwhile, got a nice video of uh, Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders together. Yeah, hanging out here. Just kind of hanging out together, having some food. <laughs> President Trump tries to steal a French fry, and uh, Bernie <laughs> Bernie slaps him back. That's good stuff. That's really well done. Yeah. That looks like it really happened. <laughs> and I think I think that was uh, oh, man Bernie from a debate or something, and then Trump with the bald eagle. Remember when that attacked him in his office? There. Oh yeah, that's fun. Nice job on putting that together. Yeah, looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Show Shore Girl M. Al Baghdadi's dead, and there's no Happy Day song? Oh, Come on, Pat. Yeah, well, we'll have to do something about that. Yeah, we will. The the day is early. Yeah, and it's just going to be tough to rhyme Baghdadi. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Real Tyler Morgan tweets, Other downplayed deaths? Illness sweeps through religious convent founded by San Francisco pastor Jim Jones. (laughs) That's good. I like it. Uh, from Smallmouth Bass Kurt, the Emperor Nero. 
a fiddling savant (laughs) who hastened the way of thousands of Christians to heaven, dies tragically by suicide. Hmm. 6968, like 0068. That's great. He's the, uh, of course, the the one who fiddled as Rome burned, as we hear about all the time. Uh, Meanwhile, Joe Biden back on the campaign trail. He's asking us to dig deep. Okay. His uh, finances aren't great right now. He needs a little more money. Mm -hmm. Steve Ricchetti, one of uh, Biden's closest confidants, is reaching out to wary donors to shore up support. The Biden presidential campaign is watching costs. Some staff members are sleeping at homes of volunteers. Wow. And facing criticism for spending on chartered jets. Criticism for spending? What about the environment? Mm -hmm. Are you climate change people? Aren't you? uh, How could you charter flights? Mr. Biden's team is also urging allies to redouble fundraising efforts before the calendar turns to 2020. And he has fewer days to devote to the money trail. And in a confidential memo to top bundlers this week, Biden's campaign manager, Greg Schultz, sought to allay allay growing concerns that Biden is facing a cash crunch and won't be able to stay competitive with his rivals on the airwaves or on the ground. Wow. We will have the resources we need to execute our plan, uh, Schultz said. But he simultaneously exhorted the money raisers uh, that they do more. We're asking you to dig deep, though. Mm-hmm. Huh. Troubled times already. Eh, that's interesting. So he's got $9 million cash on hand. And uh, like his closest rivals, you know, like Elizabeth Warren, I don't know. Um, they've got plenty more. I don't know exactly what the numbers uh, are. I think on- Sanders has $33.7 million. Oh, so- gosh. Again, Biden's at nine million. <clears throat> Sanders thirty-three point seven. Elizabeth Warren twenty-five point seven million in the bank. He even has less cash on hand than Buttigieg and Harris, who are way behind him in the polls. So Biden's in a little bit of trouble. Rob down the hall has got a, a good idea. Why doesn't uh, Sanders, you know, share some of that wealth? You know, with with the others that are running. Thank you for like that, Biden. Really excellent socialist Could, suggestion. I mean, let's why let's not stick to your principles, there, Bernie. You know, I, I think some candidates have enough money. <laughs> you get to a point where they got enough money, and they need to spread it around a little bit. I think when you spread the wealth around, yeah. it's good for everybody. It's going to make a more even <laughs> match, and you know, put everyone on the same playing field, so that the voters get an equal chance to see everybody. What about the fundraising inequality that's going on here? The haves and the have-nots. You said it, brother. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I did. I thought that came out of my mouth because I was hearing it you know, in my headphones. So you're right. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's real good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I mean, that's crazy that he's in that kind of shape. Right. Guy's the front runner of the, of, of the whole campaign. Well, he and Elizabeth Warren now, it's it's kind of between the two of them, depending on what poll you look at. Well, Biden needs to learn from Wayne Messam, who didn't spend a cent, a cent not one penny. He kept his entire right? fundraising cash flow uh, to himself. It was $5 in and $0 out last quarter. $5. Get, think of that. That's think of that. not an exaggeration. $5. I mean, it sounds like a joke, because we always say, what do you make, a $1.97? <laughs> What was it, $5? It literally, literally was $5. But again, spent 
nary a cent. <laughs> Wayne Messam, budget hawk. <laughs> he knows how to hang on to his funds. Uh-huh. That's great. He's just waiting until the home stretch. That's what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, if he if he and gonna, then he's going to pour that five bucks right into media. <laughs> he's going to stretch that dollar to his campaign. Just imagine when he's in charge of the treasury. I oh, mean, man. seriously, he's uh, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that, Wayne. Uh huh. Two people, right? Did we count that last poll? Two people nationwide. Um, not not going to vote for him. Know who he is? Two people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, does does that ever come? Does his name ever pop up when you think, all right, who's still in it? Okay, there's Biden, there's Warren, there's Sanders, there's Beto, there's Kamala Harris. Buddha judge still in it. Buddha judge. You got your Cory Booker. Yeah. You never think. Ah, uh, Wayne Messam. But again, <laughs> he never just, comes just up. Just to clarify, he has made the last. He's in the final eighteen. He's still in there. Although he has not signed up for the next debate, though. Oh. Nine are though, right? Is it nine? Yeah, I think we're that they have. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's coming up on November twentieth. So we'll keep an eye on that. Hopefully, Wayne will sneak in there somehow. I mean, if five dollars of in donations doesn't get you into the debate, then what have we come to, America? What have we come to? Come on, got to buy the office what, now. Well, yeah. What does he have to do to prove that he's a legitimate candidate? My goodness, ten dollars is that what you want him to bring to the table? Wow! wow. <laughs> what are you crazy? This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Unfortunately, that sounds like nothing you've ever heard before in your life. Nothing in common with any other form of music ever. So that's good. Good stuff. That's yeah. good because if it if it <clears throat> would, we'd have a problem. Yeah, we'd have a problem. Yeah, I mean, if you even have the same note now <laughs> as another song, yeah, you're you're gonna lose five seven million dollars. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three from uh, TMB Jackal 007. Uh Come on, Pat or man. It was better for the campaign to get booed in D.C. Mm, maybe. Bronco Nagurski tweets, uh, Today we remember Bruce Jenner, who would have been 70 today had we not lost him at the age of 65 in June of 2015. Okay. Um, that's true. You can't... Is it What's it called? Death naming or something? Death shaming? Death shaming? Na- dead naming. Dead naming. Dead naming. Thank you. <clears throat> Don't you dare dead name. And I think Bronco Nagurski just did because they, you mentioned the, the name Bruce Jenner, which doesn't exist anymore. That in itself is dead naming. Uh, nobody important. The booze were not for President Trump. All the fans were prophets and knew the Nats would lose. The lock em up chants were from Anthony Rendon's pending free agency. Oh. Stop spreading fake news, guys. <laughs> uh, from Subes and Singh Superfan. What a racist comment by Biden saying he wouldn't marry an African-American woman. Therefore, he wouldn't have an African-American daughter. What a racist. (laughs) That's what I heard him say. (laughs) That's exactly what the Democrats do. They just take your words and twist them to mean whatever they want them to mean. Uh, Looks like Buttigieg is starting to get a sort of a renaissance in his campaign again. He seems to be kicking back into gear a little bit. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, article about him being a rising star in the party, vastly overperforming expectations in this crowded field. Um, and it was completely 
implausible to think that he was going to win the nomination. I think it kind of still is, but uh, some think he does have a shot. Two polls this week had pretty good news for him. A Suffolk University and USA Today poll had Buttigieg in third place at 13%. I believe that's Iowa. So Biden was at 18, Elizabeth Warren 17, and then you had Buttigieg at 13, just a few points behind the two leaders. Sanders had fallen all the way back to 9% behind Buttigieg. Uh, Even better for Buttigieg was another poll, an uh, Iowa State civics poll that put him in second place with 20% saying he was their first choice. 20% behind only Elizabeth Warren, who had 28% in that poll. So it went Warren, 28, Buttigieg, 20, Sanders, 18, Biden, 12. Boy, those are wide differences in polls Mm -hmm. uh, in the same state. So who knows? I mean, and plus, when you knows? get into that room and you're doing the caucus, mm-hmm. you know, things can change because you <clears throat> definitely, you know, you go to this side of the room if you're for whoever, you know, Buttigieg over here if you're for Sanders, and then you have to like sit there and convince them to to change their because um, they get it. I don't know. It's just ridiculous the way Iowa does it. Yeah, but uh, I, there's no way to know what's going to happen. That's for sure. Um, as as Previous Iowa cockeye uh, have shown us. Is it cockeye or is it caucuses? I don't know. I'm afraid. Cockeye sounds better, though. I don't know how to look this one up, either. Uh, we were talking about cash on hand. Buttigieg has $23.3 million. Still, cash on hand. How does that guy raise so much money? That's really something. Now, if you're if you're to assume for a minute that, that the four people who are going to make it uh, in, you know, next spring's really heated uh, campaign. You got Biden, Warren, Buttigieg, and Sanders. So if you if, if you assume that's who it's going to be, uh, then he might have just as good a shot as the other three. The top three in fundraising have the money to compete for a while, regardless of how the early states turn out. And Buttigieg is one of those. Biden has the name and voter loyalty to stick it out, and he probably will. But uh, the scenario that benefits Buttigieg the most, they say, is a first or second place finish for him in Iowa that catapults him into uh, top three showings in the next three early states. A disappointing for finish in Bi- uh, for Biden in Iowa and New Hampshire behind Buttigieg in both states and not a convincing enough win in South Carolina. No embarrassing results for either Warren or Sanders, and no one else outside the top four emerges in the early states. So Buttigieg would be the only surging candidate in that case. And they think if so, if those things could happen, he might actually win the Democrat nomination. Now, does would he even have a chance against Donald Trump? I don't I don't think there's any way. I don't think he comes within ten points of Donald Trump. A lot of these polls that they take disagree with that, but I think when push comes to shove, you're going to see that that uh, Trump is pretty solid again. And who was it that was predicting he wins easily, like a almost a Ronald Reagan type victory? Um, we just had this. Yeah, just last week we were we had that uh, from from one of the polls. Uh, Moody's. Right? It was Moody's. Yeah, yeah, and they predicted every election since. 
Uh, Kennedy or something? Uh, since 1980, they've been right every time every, okay. except for 2016. They didn't see Trump except coming. Except they didn't see Trump coming. Yeah. And and I am afraid to make any kind of prediction for either the primaries or the general uh, just because this world is just unpredictable. Well, look how wrong we were in 2016. Right, right. The only <clears throat> prediction I made was five minutes into the first Democratic debate, mm-hmm. I tweeted out mm-hmm. something that, okay, I'm completely convinced Joe Biden will not be the Democrat nominee. And I stand by that. Absolutely. Um, it just, he doesn't have it, man. He does not have it. Yeah, he's slipping. So we'll see. We'll see. But I can tell you one thing. Whoever the Democrats pick, they're going to suck. There's my prediction. <laughs> That's Whoa, a, you really went out on a limb there, you, Keith. You can take <clears throat> that to the bank. Wow. So Really? Yeah. That's Are you willing to stand by that? Huh. Hold on. Will you eat think. your underwear if one of them doesn't suck? sure because i've seen the field uh all right in case you haven't been paying attention the holidays are creeping up i mean halloween is thursday already and so let me just share with you one of the coolest gifts that you could possibly give anyone for christmas this year and it's not too early to start thinking about that it's iTarget pro this is a dry fire training system that combines smartphone technology with the in- industry's best laser bullet. Now, we, we got a, a testimonial about iTarget Pro a couple of months ago from somebody who said that when their their kids went with their mom somewhere, and so he brought out the system, and it was great to fire it and get really familiar with his weapon. You You can fire it right there with the kids and let them fire as well. Teach them to how to handle a gun safely and efficiently. Because instead of a bullet, there's there's a laser bullet that goes into it's caliber specific laser bullet that fits into the gun that shows you where your shots land on the target. It's a fantastic system. So it uses your smartphone and their uh, app, which tracks a laser bullet that fits in your gun, uh, and that detects again where your shots land. It's completely safe. Comes with your caliber specific laser bullet and the targeting system. And right now you can get 10 percent off plus free shipping, when you use the offer code pad. Train risk-free for 30 days and just return it if you're not completely satisfied. If you don't love it, just send it back. You'll get a full refund. Dry fire training will develop muscle memory, help with uh, target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and a lot more. Plus, you're going to save a ton on ammo and range fees. Go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Offer code pad. James Comey. Uh, James Comey might leave the country if Donald Trump wins again. Oh, I thought I thought you were he might leave the country. You were kind of sad. Yeah. over there. Yeah, it's, it's that that's got yeah. you down. Yeah, doesn't that hit you where you live? <laughs> like, I love that announcement because, uh, and <laughs> yeah. your your point is like we'd really miss you. <laughs> God. Who cares? Good riddance. See ya. Yeah. Here he was uh, predicting the twenty twenty race. Uh, James there was Comey. recently a New York Times article about how, um, well, I don't want to summarize it, but what sticks out to me is the picture. You're standing in your living room in a, in a sea of toys. I mean, talk about your life and what you want for the country and for the end of this presidency. Do you want it to come sooner rather than later? The, the change in this administration? Yeah. That, that 
I'm optimistic mm. that even if there isn't an impeachment proceeding and mm -hmm. a removal from office, whether or not that happens, the American people are going to pass judgment on what kind of country we want to be. We have strong mm -hmm. disagreement on policy grounds, and I hope there's diversity in policy here. I don't care what your views are. Really? I hope you articulate them and defend them and listen and debate them. That's important. But mm -hmm. we have something in common. And I said it when I said it with the first question you asked. We have a set of values that are at the core of this country that hold this place together. I try to explain to kids something that most of you know. We shouldn't exist. We don't have the normal human glue that holds this country together. We don't have common ancestry, common language, common faith. We have nothing in common except a set of values. That's the glue in the United States of America that holds Republicans, Democrats, and independents together. And so I think that the American people are alert to the threat that is above our policy disagreements, which are important. Guns are incredibly important issues. Immigration, abortion, taxes, really important. But above that is something that we have in common mm -hmm. that's non-negotiable. Our that? leaders must reflect must. the glue that holds us together. And they can't much. be people who lie all the time. Oh. They just can't. Really? What? Where were you? And on Obama, see that's then, true, whether uh, they're Republicans <clears throat> or Democrats. And so what if he wins again? Will you still believe that? I will be from my new home in New Zealand. I will. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, uh, I still will believe in America. <laughs> oh, you are. Oh, you are so glib. James, <laughs> it's so handsome. Ooh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, uh, like anybody would care if you leave the country if if mm -hmm. Trump wins. Good, and Get he out. believes in democracy. If yeah, if they uh, uh -huh. don't reelect Donald Trump, and you know we can't have these leaders that lie. Where was he when? Barack Obama lied through his teeth every time he opened his mouth. James Comey didn't care about that. He didn't. He couldn't have cared less about all the lies coming out of Obama's mouth. Yeah, this the hypocrisy is just. It's hard to take. It's hard to get past. Oof. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And then had another really nice campaign stop with Elizabeth Warren. Is there anybody <laughs> less comfortable on stage and talking to people than Elizabeth Warren? Ugh. She doesn't have a natural bone in her body. I don't know. It's like she's. I know. She's been synthetically created or something. She's so phony. You just made me think. She is the female Al Gore. Yeah, she is. Yes. That's what she is. Yeah. From oh. 2000. Yeah. When he was so stiff. Uh, a woman got up and uh, started into a list of demands that she would like for Elizabeth Warren to take care of. But I want to include respect for all religions. Uh-huh. Oh. You do? I want... Mm -hmm. Uh, to place abusers of children on a melting, slippery Arctic iceberg <laughs> while they await trial without internet. Uh-huh. Okay. That's a good plan. Uh -huh. Yeah. Isn't it? I want actual rehabilitation, <laughs> education, skill building for the prison populations and keeping the incarcerated close to home. Right. Yes. There you go. Yes. I've Pause that for a second, because there's something we don't talk enough about, mm -hmm. is keeping the incarcerated close to home. And I suppose if your loved ones are incarcerated, that'd be a pretty big issue for you, because if they're incarcerated in New York and you live in Texas, that's tough to go visit them, right? So let's, I'm going to get behind that one. Okay, yes, let's keep the incarcerated, incarcerated close to home. And she continued. 
I want a minimum wage of twenty dollars per hour. Oh, and it's so reasonable. Training. Pause oh, it for a wow. second. Just twenty dollars oh. an hour is all she wants. She's not asking for a hundred dollars an hour. And let me ask you this: Why? Why aren't you asking for a yeah. hundred? If twenty is good, why why isn't a hundred five times better? I mean, that's a living wage, really. Twenty? I'd say uh, no. I think we need to do <clears throat> one hundred dollars an hour. Why a hundred? <clears throat> why not a thousand? Why not a million dollars an hour? Well, I was going to be happy with a thousand, but now I'm. <laughs> why not? Is a, is a million on it, the table? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is Let's with these Democrats. A yes, million an hour. <laughs> You got it. Twenty. We've already skyrocketed. What is it really? Seven twenty-five or something? Seven fifty? We've already we've gone to fifteen in some uh, municipalities, and it's killing them. And now she wants to jump to twenty. Yeah, it's seven twenty-five. <clears throat> All right, let's hear the rest of this. Huh? Huh? I want an end to international piracy, drug trafficking, kidnapping, and yes. modern slavery. Good. Okay. Yes. 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 Are you writing these down? Are modest. Uh-huh. She's Liz, not. Liz, write I want them down. Big. Uh-huh. I want the pharma kingpins. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want them to run through a gauntlet in hospitals, nursing oh, homes, senior up. centers, and children's critical As you've mentioned, reversals to cuts and compromises in scientific research, environmental protection, and national parks. Mm, I want I restoration of funding and public events for oh. the arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be remiss if I did not mention that my soccer-playing uh-huh. grandchildren, <clears throat> who are of elementary school age, uh-huh. I want salaries for professional sportswomen to literally be on a level <laughs> playing field. <laughs> Pause it for a second. Sure, when they get the same attendance, when they bring in the same revenue as the men, uh, they will. Yeah, I can do. I can guarantee you that when when people are just as interested in the WNBA as they are in the NBA, why we'd be happy to pay all the women the same amount of money as men. Well, she's a grandma. It must be really fun for her grandkids to go over and hang out with her. Ugh, what a nightmare! Oof. There's more. There's more demands. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Internationally, please. I would like equal rights for women. Yes. Yeah. What are we going to? I would like respect for the languages and traditions of all peoples. Oh, jeez. Peoples. All All peoples. There's your word. They are needed with their language skills. Their multi-language skills. Sit down. Sit down. I want civility among us all. Oh, beautiful. That's beautiful. You wanted to put people on an island. I want, I want. I want the oversight on reverse mortgages to eliminate the artesian well prohibition, deal killing language so rural homeowners can rightly be included. Okay. All right, enough of her. I want, I, I want the bomber jet planes flying shotgun above our nation to turn into butterflies. True. I I want I want to sprinkle pixie dust on on our heads and be able to fly on our own like Peter Pan. Well, after the artesian uh, well stuff. I want I want the Federal Reserve to print up twenty million dollars for every American citizen and give it to them. Huh. I I want a Tesla in every garage, or if you prefer, a Mercedes Benz. Yeah, I prefer the Mercedes. I want, I want everyone <laughs> to live in a twenty thousand square foot home. Everyone, 
I want everyone to get along together and just be nice and fun. And fun? And happy. And she wants it more civil. I I want monkeys to fly out my butt (laughs) on a regular basis. Wow. That's, what, uh, what an idiotic bunch of bull crap that is. Which, by the way, if you did have a minimum wage of a million an hour, you <laughs> yeah. would have a minimum of over $2 billion a year salary. So $2 billion a year? Yeah. I, you think we could, I can get by on that. I'm, I'm willing to try. Give me a shot. Yeah. Is Give that, me a shot at getting by on $2 billion a year. That's, that's the new living wage right Jeez. there. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I want civility, but yet I want... Big drug execs to run a gauntlet. Yeah, through, I want okay. them to be tortured, essentially. Yeah, tortured, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Nuts. I just, just start graving nuts. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gray Unleashed. Well, spooky, isn't I it? Mean, you know, it's a little maybe spooky. she has Blaze TV, and she sees uh-huh. you that I'm here every day. Yeah, um, and then somehow gets into our heads. I don't know. It's a little scary. Keith, whatever's going on here, a little scary. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. At the event the other night, you know the uh, at the Omni, the M one ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was uh, walking back into the big uh, dining hall, and there were. Two women sitting there, and they go, Pat Gray. Pat. So I went over to talk to him, and the thing she kept saying was, that's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> we have any calls, Ivan? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. No, no. You're inflicted, too? She stop. said, oh, I can't. I can't stop. I'm so sorry about that disease. The Pat Gray disease. Yeah. Just, that's true. Yeah. And yeah. that. And then there's that. And it shows up everywhere. Uh, it does. It, it's, uh, it does. I, it's like a crossword puzzle. Did we did we show that? Um, Vicky Johnson Johnson was saying how uh, you know it shows up everywhere. Wanted you to know that knowledge and references learned on Pat Grandleash pop up every day, often with alarming regularity and in the strangest places. That's interesting, <laughs> Ivan. <laughs> and then she's got a crossword leakage. <laughs> oh, look at that! <laughs> Two down is <laughs> leakage. Uh, I wonder what the clue was on that. <laughs> I don't know, but, but that's, yeah, that, that that's great. Everywhere to us too. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to get it out of our heads, yeah. but it's just it's hard. Uh, got this from uh, from Mora. A student in Des Moines today told Beto that he hunts using an AR-15, Uh-oh. arguing it's less painful than than other weapons. Okay, so then here's what Beto responded to that kid. Other questions, comments, suggestions, sir. Hi, my name is Caleb Keppel, and I was just wondering, so I am a hunter myself. I have used an AR-15 for hunting. So, like, I guess my question is, what about those people who use that as a way to, you know, get dinner, who live down south, who don't really have a lot of options for people who live south. food and okay. don't have money, but they can go mm-hmm. get their own food? Mm. What about those? And I know there are alternative rifles, but an AR-15 is much more efficient at killing, like, a deer, for instance, than mm. another weapon that can't shoot as quickly. Because if you hit a animal and you don't kill it instantly, it, yeah. one, not only it puts the animal in a lot of pain, it also, two, 
kind of spoils the meat because the longer the adrenaline sits in uh, <laughs> deer's meat, for instance, wow. it makes the meat go bad. Yeah, what about that, Beto? So, this is the first time that I've <laughs> huh? heard the case made for using what? an AR-15 to hunt deer. you got to be um, kidding I've heard, me. Uh, feral hogs in, in Texas, which are a real problem on a lot of the ranches uh-huh. and farms in, in my home state. Per- perhaps a way... Um, to address uh, a legitimate concern or need is to ensure that those who have or want to use an AR-15 are able to keep it at a, a hunting club or at a what? gun range so that there is some control and safeguard still placed on that firearm. Um, but this okay. is why I'm here. So it's my I weapon. to those who feel perhaps differently than I do, uh-huh. include their point of view and, and ideas yeah. and whatever becomes the final piece of, of legislation or the law that, that we adopt. Guy but has no idea we have to make sure about. that ultimately we take some action to save the lives Why? of those who are being taken and then to protect against the kind of fear that these acts of terror are, are inspiring. So, appreciate your question. Thanks. Uh, so yeah, I bet you do. Answer it, man. I'll bet you appreciate it. So, hold on. So, that. if a farmer or rancher has a feral hog yeah. destroying <clears throat> the property, the right. ranch land. Yeah, he could take it to a hunting lodge. He, he needs to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you pause for just a uh-huh. second there, feral I got to go to the hunting lodge. Yeah, I got to run down the, about four or five miles from well, here. Well, first I got to go get the key from the guy who owns the hunting lodge because it's closed uh. right now. <laughs> so, I can get him and then drive up to the hunting lodge and then get my gun and then drive back here. So, you please stay where you are. So I can kill you when I get back. Wow. What a dummy. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. That is unbelievable. Uh, maybe we could take your gun and you could put it at a haunting lodge. Uh, <laughs> what? What? So how do I prove that I'm, I'm, I need my AR-15 for food? And then, so then I get to keep it and I don't have to turn it in? You're not going to come and confiscate it does from a, me? Does a government agent get to go on the hunt with me? And then, so he hands me the gun when it's time to shoot the animal, and then when we're done for the day, I hand it back, and he goes and takes care of it for he me. He has no idea. No idea. So ridiculous. And by the up. way, it's the Second Amendment. It's not about hunting. <laughs> it's not about hunting. Yeah, it's, about, it's about a militia, Pat. Yes, it it's, is. It's about, just, it's about an organized, government-sanctioned group of firearm owners. <laughs> or something. Or something. No, what was it? Uh, it's about the the people of this country being able to defend themselves and being against an out of control government. The militia, right? As writings of founders have said, we right. are the militia, or to protect ourselves against an invading army. How about that? I mean, it's just so ludicrous. Look, if a, if an army of feral hogs shows up, then you just <laughs> call down to the range and they'll bring right. you your weapon. All right? Okay. Ugh, all right. So maddening. Oh, he is stupid. <laughs> He really is stupid. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh let me tell you about real estate agents I trust.com because uh these this is a great network of a thousand active agents. There's another five thousand that are on a waiting list to get into this network. And when they're in it, they uh they have a really high sense of urgency. They they respond to your inquiries in minutes, not hours. Professional. Uh they're at all times. And they're experts in evaluating the value of the homes in the marketplace. So they can help you price your home in a way that gets you the most money for it and it sells in the quickest amount of time. Or if you're buying a home, that you get the most value for your money. Plus, they're fans of the show. So you're going to have a lot of things in common with them. 
Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh huh. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, some unintended consequences, perhaps, of the impeachment process, the impeachment and removal process. Um, so the an impeachment trial to convict. So let's say that Congress impeaches President Trump. Then it goes to the Senate for the trial to convict or not. Uh, and when it goes to the trial in the Senate, that would be... Uh, A big threat, of course, to President Trump, but it could also cripple the campaigns of a half dozen Democrats trying to beat him. Mm. A House vote to impeach the president seems likely, as his administration isn't cooperating uh, with the inquiry, but an impeachment trial would consume every senator's schedule under the the Senate's current rules. All senators must be in session Monday through Saturday, starting at around noon every day. The trial could last several weeks. Bill Clinton's impeachment trial lasted five weeks, thus taking several candidates off the campaign trail the month before the primaries start, which would be a major problem (laughs) for six U.S. senators who are running for president right now, namely Cory Booker, Michael Bennett. Wait, he's still in the race? (laughs) Michael Bennett? (laughs) Uh, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren. All senators who would be expected to be at the trial every day beginning at noon. Wow. So how are you campaigning in that eventuality? This is fun all of a sudden. (laughs) That would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? To just get him completely off the campaign trail? (laughs) Boy, that that gets Messam into the top twelve now. <laughs> We're gonna get Wayne Messam in the in the in the final. He's gonna be in the. He'll be the final ten, I predict. He'll still be around. You think so? Yes. Uh, that would be I mean, fun because he's not doing anything. I mean, five dollars in campaign funds. That's I don't my see goal. How he makes it? That's but... my goal. That his Wayne Messam is in the final uh, ten. <laughs> it'd be great. It would be fun to see it happen. I mean. Somebody, nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows where he came from, or very few. Uh, no, nobody knows what he stands for. He's made five dollars in the last uh, quarter. Mm. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's one of the most unlikeliest campaigns. One of the most unlikely campaigns of all time. <laughs> Whatever. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Mayor of Miramar, Florida, right? Yes. Okay. That's right. Uh. Okay. Also, this is kind of cool. The UFOs that are being spotted all over the U.S. could be the military's new Space Force craft that they've built using secret military budgetary money. That's what I hope this is. Dark Wouldn't that money? be great? Is it dark money? I guess you could call it that. Over the last few months, growing speculation has hit the headlines that the U.S. military is preparing a secret Space Force fleet that will soon hit the skies. Hmm. Some have used the footage of the snake-like UFOs and other mystery craft spotted over the U.S. as evidence the United States Air Force is testing craft for the 6th branch of the military. Bruce Canyon, 
the co-founder and coordinator of the Global Network Against Weapons and Nuclear Power in Space. That's a uh, that's a mouthful of an agency. <laughs> Believes this may not be too far from the truth. He said such craft could very well be a new form of space force craft that is funded by a secret budget. I think it's possible. I spoke about the secret military budget, the black budget, and the development of advanced technologies, and it's possible that some of these so-called crafts are these new technologies. Yeah, that's what I meant. Black budget money. Yeah, yeah. not dark. Okay, cool. Got it. It's only speculation, but I think it's conceivable, and I think it's possible. I'm sure they're testing technologies for space warfare that we can't even imagine. That I know for sure. I like that. That's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that is a really good... If that's what this is, okay. I feel way better about things. Because we're obviously ahead of the other countries. And Edward Snowden has said he specifically looked for any kind of uh, evidence that the government knew and was hiding... Um, UFOs, UFO knowledge, alien <clears throat> life, mm-hmm. could not find anything. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh wow. So you take this. Uh, uh-huh. Sounds like that's us up there. It does, with, doesn't it? With the fun stuff up in the skies. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a couple possibilities to me. Either uh, there are super advanced aliens that just come here and look at us for some reason. <laughs> I don't I don't know why we're you would like do that. We're like the zoo. We're like the intergalactic zoo. And we kind of would be like that. I mean, we just want to watch this developing race and see how they're doing. <laughs> Maybe give them a hand if they need it. Well, you're just hanging out here looking at them. Why? Occasionally they give you a space rectal exam, for instance. Wait a minute. You said... Or put a little something in the back of your head. I don't know. <laughs> you said give us a hand if we need it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you looked around? We need it. Yeah, we do. So give it. us a hand already here. In fact, but they might have the Star Trek, uh, you know, where they can't interfere thing. Oh, okay, Star Trek, <laughs> got it. <laughs> the Prime Directive. Uh, that's that's uh, maybe that's the code they live by. Keith. Major diversion here. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry, but you know how Netflix does that autoplay crap. Yeah, and we both can't stand it. Right. All right. Well, it started autoplaying the other night. Um, the new Star Trek thing. Yeah. And it looked pretty interesting. It looked like it was fun. I know. I wonder, have you watched it? Is it yes. any good? Okay, now, here's my next Are you talking question. about the Picard? I th- uh, Jean-Luc I Picard? so. It was show? Data was out. Was he in it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not watched any of the old stuff. None of it. Mm. None of it. Just, you know, here and there, just for a few minutes at a time. Yeah. I know no storylines whatsoever. Can I start on this new tar- Star Trek? Without, having not seen it? I don't know, it. but I would assume. So, I, I would think you probably could, yeah. Okay. You know, because I'll explain that he used to be a Star Trek so you've watched captain. It. And you watched any of it? I've seen the preview. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's not on yet. It comes on, uh, oh. I think I think it starts in November. Okay. So it's coming well, soon. Why would this thing on Netflix really start? Anyway, so back to your thing there. So these uh, the spacecraft thing. Um, so your, either, your theory is- yes, either these are highly advanced aliens that have been watching us for a long time and obviously they don't mean us any harm otherwise they could have killed us a long time ago right they've got obviously vastly superior technology if they're able to come here from another planet and so they're fine and it doesn't i mean they don't mean us any harm if they did you would think they would have done it by now the other possibility is it's our own stuff militarily top secret that we're uh, testing out, and we don't want anybody to know, to know about, and that would show that we're potentially superior to all of our potential enemies, okay. which is also a good thing. I, I got an alternate theory. 
Yes. The aliens were spying on us for a mm-hmm. while. Yep. They they have all this superior technology. They realized that America was the greatest country in the history of the planet. And they know because they've been watching for a long time. Yeah. That they're sharing their technology with Earth's good guys. That's us. Uh-huh. And so they're me. No? You like that? It's, it's a good possibility. <laughs> All three of them are decent possibilities. <laughs> Either way, we win, right? And that's what I'm there looking for. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. here at Pat Unleashed. Uh, fortune teller from the past tweets, Beto should keep his mouth shut about things he does, he knows nothing about. But if he did that, he'd never speak. Oh, I can get on Which would be that. fine. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> That's okay with me. Nobody important tweets, uh, Joe Biden is low on funds due to his credit score taking a huge hit in November 2016. The National Bank of China and Ukraine <laughs> have put his phone number on the spam <laughs> caller list. That's funny. That's good. <laughs> uh, uh, Pat's 18th Facial cream victim? Uh, Out with my dad last weekend, mapping our trip. Me, nonchalantly. You know, some Americans don't have maps. Dad, huh? What? (laughs) Me. Never mind. It's hard to explain. Just another day in the life of a pathead. (laughs) So true. But you can't forget U.S. before Americans. It's got to be some... U.S. Americans don't have maps. Uh, from Michael NP1701, concerning the impeachment proceedings, starting at noon, even those stupid rules for impeachment are lazy. <laughs> yeah, every yep. day at noon. That's funny, yeah. Because uh, the senators don't have to be there till noon, we were told. Uh, okay, yeah, make sure they can sleep in, get, get a nice beauty rest, and then get to the Capitol by, by 12. A uh, conservatarian lady tweets, is it me or does the lady at the Warren rally with the long laundry list of demands Ridiculous. Uh, sound a lot like Charlie Brown's teacher? No kidding. From the Steve, uh, let's see, the prolific G.D. Chapel. Where has the prolific, he's been not so prolific lately, right? G.D. Chapel? Oh, has he? Yeah. I, hmm. I want grilled cheese cut diagonally. Okay. <laughs> This is some of the some of the demands that we're still getting from from the woman uh, at the uh, Elizabeth Warren rally. I want grilled cheese cut diagonally. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> I want you to want me. I want it all, and I want it now. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, and from the Steve Forty Two, I want unicorns, rainbows, and free ice cream on every corner. Yes, I'd love that. On every corner, though. I want smiles and new cable TV shows, and also cats to use the toilet. Oh, that's yeah. Well, that would be great, right? You get the little nasty paws all over it. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the ice cream and the unicorns, I can definitely get on. Yeah, board I'm with. definitely on board with that. Uh, that would be really good. You know, last week we showed you uh, Jessica Taylor for a couple of reasons. One, she's a really good candidate in Alabama uh, that you have that you could possibly vote for, and we could get another great representative from the great state of Alabama. And two, you don't get a lot of people making basketball shots over their heads either. Yeah, and three, 
Hmm? I forget what three was. But anyway, here she is making some of those shots because uh, we wanted to do a little comparison here that a lot of people said, hey, well, what about, uh, <laughs> remember the comparison? Well, anyway, first of all, here's Jessica Taylor so shooting baskets. Put me in the game. Bang. Boom. In there. Look at that. See? Look at that. Nails it oh. again. See? I'm Jessica Taylor, and I'm running for Congress. Nobody's dropping it in. zero interest in being a professional politician. But conservatives like us need a squad of our own, and I'll build it. So Alabama... Put me in the game. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. That's cool. Because people That's were saying, great. oh, somebody was dropping it in uh-huh. for her. Yeah. The Democrats were, oh, I bet you even shoot those baskets. Somebody threw it in from up above. Yeah, shut up. Remember this guy uh, trying to shoot some baskets? Uh, <laughs> you know, he was almost an NBA caliber player. If I, if I remember correctly, the guy was so talented and so skilled and what an athlete. The first athlete ever in the office. Look at him shoot baskets. So good. Barack Obama. Oh. It started innocuously enough. Uh-huh. Surrounded by young fans and a couple of members of the NBA's Washington Wizards, mm-hmm. the president lofted a few shots from the field Clank. and missed. Then there was a free throw that sat tantalizingly on the rim Clank. before rolling out. It ended with the president going two for 22, including an air ball. Oh. And a missed layup. <laughs> Mr. Obama plays a lot of basketball. Yeah. This was a rare look uh-huh. into one of his favorite pastimes. And look how terrible look so he good. is. No, it sure didn't look so good. Two for 22. Two for 22. Did you catch that, though? It's uh, one of his favorite pastimes. And like you said, he sucks at that. Everything mm-hmm. that he's into, he's terrible at. Being president, he was terrible at. Um, but I was surprised that a news outlet, CBS, did that. That was amazing, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm glad we got a glimpse of that. And then, of course, we got another glimpse at him actually being an athlete when he when he threw out those two balls, uh, the first pitches at, at a couple of major league games. He had this weird wind-up. He's just like, And then he, oh. this kind of action. Uh, 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 ew, I, just, I don't think I can make it. And I'm going to say this. He throws like a girl. Well, he does. Okay. Yeah. A girl who's not an athlete. Sure. Or a boy, or like Glenn Beck. I mean, okay. although... That's a, that's a better analogy. He throws like Glenn Beck. Right. Oh, my goodness. Although we proved Glenn uh, actually shoots better than Barack Obama does. With, Remember that? With meat on his hands, right? I had the meat on my hands. You had the meat on your hands. Okay, yeah, so, so I shot better than, than Obama did with meat... With meat mitts on my hands. And honestly, honestly, (laughs) the way uh, Obama uh, throws a baseball, he throws left-handed. He throws like a right-hander trying to throw left-handed. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. It's weird. Yes, he does. If if you want to take it out of the realm of what could offend somebody. Oh, okay. He throws uh, like a right-handed person would do with his left hand or vice versa. Or a four-year-old girl. (laughs) <laughs> because in all fairness, my mm-hmm. 11-year-old daughter who plays softball throws like Probably, a baseball player. Really? Does you know? she? Yeah. Yeah. And so so I stand corrected. Barack Obama does not throw like a generic girl. He throws mm-hmm. like a four-year-old girl. Okay. Okay. All, all right. right. Set the record And straight. some four-year-old boys, for that matter, I would, I would imagine. Sure. Right? I mean, that's probably fair to say. Yeah. Yeah. He throws like a girl. Let's just face you, it. I mean, it's Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, <laughs> all right. If you're in pain, 
there might be a great solution for you. And uh, maybe you've been hearing about it for a long time and you just think, eh, I should try that sometime. Finally make the call or go to the website and check this out. Get the three-week quick start do of it. Relief Factor. Got to do it. This is what got Keith out of his weird leg pain that mm-hmm. just bubbled up for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody knew what it was. Uh, I, but think, I think it, the term freak of nature has been uttered about me more than once. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. many more times than once. That's what I said. More yeah. than once. You don't yeah. have to like, accentuate I mean, so that. So many more. It's right? un- now, now it's not just many. It's incalculable. so many more. Incalculable. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's not been chronic pain. It's just been persistent. I'll right. tell you that. Because chronic is a legal term. And don't be doing that. We have no idea if this is anywhere near chronic. It's just <laughs> everyday pain. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It's relentless pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Relief Factor, created by doctors. It's 100% drug-free. You don't have to worry about getting addicted to anything. 70% of those who order the three-week quick start order more because it works for them. So if your pain is inflammation-based, this could be the way to get your life back and ease that pain. The three-week quick start, just $19.95. Try it for three weeks. See if it works for you. If you want a drug-free and natural way, to ease your pain and get your life back, try Relief Factor at relieffactor.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze. U.S. Special Forces caught and killed uh, al-Baghdadi, the leader of ISIS. So we're finally rid of that guy. Well, he blew himself up. Yeah, well, we chased him into a, I guess he went into a tunnel, like one of the tunnels that they have so that they can hide and scurry around like cockroaches. And he grabbed three of his kids and took them with him. And when he ignited his suicide belt, killed them too. Just unbelievable stuff. Uh, but he's out of the picture. But before you get to feeling too comfortable in your skin right now. Yeah, this is a big victory. Huge victory. Yeah. Another and terrorist I'm leader off the street. Really streets. glad, really happy about that. Mm-hmm. However, Felicity Huffman has been released from prison. She's back out on the streets. No. No. Oh. And Americans are once again so soon? Uh, less safe. Yes. After only 13 days in prison, uh, she's been released to continue her crime spree. Uh, wow. Pairing up, I guess, with Aunt Becky oh. and doing who knows all manner of. Uh, college admission scams. My word. Could be piles of dead bodies in <laughs> California anytime soon. Just be, please be careful. Yeah, if you're anywhere around, in the area. Especially near college campuses. <clears throat> yes. Those are the most... Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Felicity was Felicity Huffman was in Northern California, so I don't know if she's left that and gone back to Southern California yet, but if you're in California anywhere right now, I think I'd keep your kids inside. Yeah. Just to be safe yeah. today, okay? Yeah, yeah. And so she was yes, released early, right? Um, yeah, I, I thought she was released a day early. Like three days early. Jeffy was it called three? this. Jeffy said okay. on this show that uh, in his show, Chewing the Fat, that she's going to get released early. And uh, Yeah, she was released early. Yep, because it lands on a weekend, all this uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at that, he nailed it. So he didn't. she didn't even do the 14 days. No. She was and one of those days was in transit, right? Driving to the place. So she actually did a whole 10, I guess. Out of 14 days. 
Wow. And I'm sorry, it's not nearly enough. No, I, it's not. I don't I don't feel safe. No. <laughs> I don't feel safe. Why don't you let somebody back out on the streets I don't that's know. done that kind of heinous know. crime against humanity. I know, right? right? She she paid I think it was fifteen thousand dollars to somebody to get her kid into I forget what school. I don't think it was USC though. It was USC for Aunt Becky and her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, who she apparently left Uncle Jesse for. <laughs> but now if Huffman and Aunt Becky reunite, all bets are off. I'm telling you, we're just not safe in this country The crime country ring is about to get reunited yep. here. Yep. Yepers. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Oh, it was a change answers on our SATs, uh, our daughter's SAT exam. That's what it was. And it was, what did she pay for that? Wasn't it 15000 15000 yeah. Yeah. She admitted to paying someone for Proctor to Proctor and correct her daughter's college board test, which resulted in the score going uh, jumping up 400 points. Wow. <laughs> so, wow, she went up to 1420 out of a possible 1600. Hmm. So that means her kid only had like 1,020 on the score originally and did not deserve to be at whatever college that person was and so that's one of the most heinous crimes of all time you might as well just be out committing genocide uh, to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the way we're treating it anyway yep with uh with felicity huffman and aunt becky <laughs> it's like people are really pissed at them well the guy who she paid faces up to 65 years in jail Sick. Well, that's because he's done it a million times, right? He's done it over and over and over and he's over. He's the ringleader. He's the guy. I think in both, he's what they have in common. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They right. gave him money to do whatever it is he does, and he worked okay. his magic, and he's worked his magic a few too many times. And now she's back on the streets. Back on the streets, setting fires, killing people. I don't. I don't know what she's doing. Is she responsible for the California wildfires? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. I think you're putting this together. Right? She gets released. California <laughs> burns. Soon, yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. And where does she live? California. California. I think we've pieced together. You're welcome, FBI. Don't Case we have closed. a view of what she's been doing from space? <laughs> Let's take a look at that. Look at that. Isn't that wild, man? You can see the smoke. Oh, wow. That. That's really something. Yeah, I just think that's pretty intense. Look at that. That, uh... It's an actual satellite photo? Mm-hmm. Video, yeah. Huh. Still shows. Yeah. yeah. I guess it would be video, yeah. right? Uh, is that an actual photo? Yeah, it's a moving photo. Stupid. That's what it is. <laughs> it's one of them talkie pictures. <laughs> <laughs> How they do that? When we want to come up with something like that, where them pictures can move like that. That's interesting. That's really something else. 888 thirty-three ninety-three, And in an inspiring story from uh, Babylon B. <laughs> An inspiring story from Babylon B. Yes. The, from the world of professional cycling. Okay. <clears throat> a right. motorcyclist who identifies as a bicyclist <laughs> has crushed all the regular bicyclists, setting an unbelievable world record. Wow, this doesn't seem right. In a local qualifying race for the World Road Cycling League, <clears throat> the motorcyclist crushed the previous 100 mile record of three hours. 13 minutes 
with his amazing new score of well under an hour. Wow. <laughs> that's impressive. Look, I don't care who you are. That's still an impressive time. That's, in, that's less than a third of the time it takes the bicyclists. Yeah, and people are going to make a big deal out of the fact that, well, he's got an engine on that, on that vehicle. Whoa. No, he identifies as a cyclist. What do you mean? He doesn't have an engine. What are you, a science denier? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Professional motorcycle racer Judd E. Banner, the brave trans vehicle rider, <laughs> was allowed to race after he told league organizers he's always felt like a bicyclist in a motorcyclist body. <laughs> Look, my ride has handlebars, two wheels, and a seat. He told reporters as he accepted a trophy for his incredible time trial. Just because I've got a little extra hardware, such as an 1170cc flat twin engine with 110 horsepower, that doesn't mean I have any kind of inherent advantage here. (laughs) (laughs) They're so good. Banner also said he painted the word huffy on the side of his bike, ensuring he has no advantage over the bikes that came out of the factory as bicycles. That takes care of it right there. He, so he, he painted Huffy on the side of it. Okay, so we're good here. So it's a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some critics say he needs to cut off his motor in order to make the competition fairer, but he quickly called these people bigots, and they were immediately banned from professional cycle racing. Oh, good. So we took care of them, too. One fell swoop, getting the haters out of the sport of cycling. Now, this is funny now, but for how long? Before we, we actually see one of these things. Madness, man. How long? I mean, you remember the British Columbia Human Rights Tribunal that ruled uh, in favor of a Canadian transgender activist? She went into a salon and she wanted her uh, she she wanted her giblets waxed. Remember that? She <laughs> and they said said no, we're not gonna we're not gonna wax your giblets. That's that's a, I'm sorry. That's a step too far for us. <laughs> She's like, oh, you haters. She. He said, because <laughs> women don't have giblets. Uh, but they refused. The female beauticians there refused to wax Yaniv's male genitalia. <clears throat> uh, self-identification <clears throat> does not erase physiological reality, said Jay Cameron a lawyer for the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms, which represented the beauticians. Now, this is not the Babylon Bee. This is an actual, <laughs> it's a real story, and it's Thank hard to believe. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> it's an actual story. We talked about this earlier, and we were, you know, a little stunned mm-hmm. because uh, she was, he, he or she, this person was mm. suing the beauticians because they wouldn't wax his giblets. Our clients do not offer the service requested. No woman should be compelled to touch male genitals against her will. Thank you! Irrespective of how the owner of the genitals identifies. <laughs> yeah, you can, you, you can perm your hair. You can put on a dress. You can do all of that. It doesn't matter. Can you spray paint Huffy along the yes, side? Yes, you could. Okay. Yes, you could. There's enough area there to do that. <laughs> and... Uh, if you still have, you know, the giblets, then I'm sorry, you're you're a man. The tribunal said in its decision that Yaniv had had filed the complaints for improper purposes and had contradicted herself in a disingenuous, disingenuous testimony. Mm. 
Yaniv, who is sexually attracted to women, brought 15 complaints against a number of beauticians in the Vancouver area, seeking as much as $15,000 in damages from each one. Okay, so this is a a heterosexual male mm-hmm. who is purporting to be female, mm-hmm. identifying as female so that he can get... His jollies. Yes. Um, wow. And and ultimately... And though, how many times have we said this was yeah, what we were afraid of? exactly what I was going to say. With, peep, with freaks like this yes. going into bathrooms. This is an, a clear <laughs> illustration of our point. Exactly. And ultimately, maybe this guy doing this is going to hopefully knock some sense into the system in a roundabout way. I hope so, but I doubt it. Nah, you're right. Oh, well. But that's great. Uh, and these beauticians stuck by their... Their beliefs. Um, most most of the women who were the target of Yaniv's complaints were uh, work out of their own home. They're immigrants. They have small children with them in the house during the day. And Yaniv also apparently accused the immigrants during the trial of discrimination for refusing service on religious grounds. <sighs> writing earlier this year on Facebook that we have a lot of immigrants here who gawk, judge, and aren't the cleanest of people. They're also verbally and physically abusive. That's one person I joined. I joined that's one reason I joined a girl's gym. <laughs> okay, that's one reason. The other, is, the other reason, he, he likes to look at girls. Okay, because he's heterosexual. That's unbelievable. So, he's been ordered to pay $2,000 to three of the accused oh. women. Good one of whom was forced out of business due to the case. Oh. Forced out of business because of this. That is pathetic. In August, Yaniv was arrested for owning a taser after brandishing it on camera during an interview about his alleged history of predatory behavior toward children, too. Oh, good, good. Screen-captured messages allegedly from Yaniv highlighted intimate questions to underage girls, and legal documents showed an attempt to organize a topless pool party for girls. That's right. Remember that? That's right. So this guy is basically a pedophile activist. Yes. Effectively. Yes. And doing exactly what we said. Okay, you know, let's separate this from actual uh, trans people. What about non-trans people who are pretending to be trans people, like apparently this person, just to, you know, get their jollies? Mm-hmm. And that's what is happening, and it's happened a lot of times. This isn't the only time. We've heard from our own staff members in this building before about people doing that at Target. Yeah, this is just one that's made the news. Yep. And it was in the news enough and took it this far through the courts. To make news. It's crazy. How many times is this happening we never hear of? It's crazy. It's horrifying. What kind of freak would well, do that? Maybe the, wrong, maybe the wrong voice to wrong, interject the into wrong this voice story. Yeah. When, uh, why would you say that, Keith? Well, I was just... Uh, I love it to have your children. That's the problem. Love the children. That, that would be where we're at. <laughs> you ever wonder why you can't seem to control your appetite? <laughs> Uh, believe it or not, scientists now think it's not entirely <clears throat> your fault. It's just in our nature. Our brains are wired for survival. So they're continually telling our bodies, we need more calories, no matter how much we eat. Now, your body does produce a molecule called OEA, which sends a signal to your brain that you're full. But if you're like most of us, you don't produce enough of it. 
so you always feel hungry. FDA-accepted Riduzone was developed to provide the OEA we need to fill in that gap and so that we can stop eating sooner. Riduzone, it's a safe, vegetarian, and gluten-free supplement that just tells your body to stop eating. So stop fighting nature and manage your hunger and your weight with Riduzone. Use the promo code PAT to get 30% off a three-month supply. To order, go to riduzone.com, riduzone.com. That's riduzone.com, promo code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Hmm. Uh, Roughly a quarter of a billion mostly obsessed gamers are battling it out in Fortnite right now. So like 250 million people are playing Fortnite. Are you are you into Fortnite? You ever played that game? No, sir. No, I haven't no. I mean, it seems I cool. I never have either. But uh, no. Uh, but there's a good chance that you know your kids are are uh, pretty hip to this game and probably play, play it. Montreal-based law firm now has launched a proposed class action suit in Canada on behalf of two Quebec parents who claim that Fortnite publisher Epic Games needs to pay the price. For a third-person shooter, they allege, is addictive. As addictive and potentially harmful as cocaine. (laughs) It just gets weirder every day. (laughs) Every single day. Uh, Written in French, the legal action alleges that when a person is engaged in Fortnite for a long period, the player's brain... <clears throat> releases the pleasure hormone dopamine. Well, that happens with a lot of different things. And that Fortnite was developed by psychologists, statisticians, and others over the four over four years to develop the most addictive game possible. Also, Epic could reap lucrative profits. Ah, there we go. Isn't every company trying to? F- you know, make something that you like a lot yeah. and it releases dopamine so that you keep using it? Exactly. So Come on! The moral of the story is make something we like, but don't make us like it too much. Yeah, right. Ridiculous. It's, it's unbelievable. It was almost like a Jim Rome ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> Rack him. <laughs> Man, we could do this all ridiculous, insane. Uh, the defendants use the same tactics <laughs> as the creators of slot machines or variable reward programs to ensure the dependence of its users. The brain being manipulated to always want more. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> Children are particularly vulnerable to this manipulation since their self-control system in the brain is not developed enough. Now, you can say this about everything from McDonald's hamburgers to uh, to games like this to just about anything you buy that you enjoy. <laughs> yeah, so easy clones. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And, 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 and again, it's the whole thing. It's like... You, mm-hmm. The new lesson in America is be successful, just don't be too don't be successful. Don't be too successful. Yeah. Because then we're going to be angry with you. 
don't, don't you make something we like, mm-hmm. but don't make it to the point because we have no self control. We don't right. have the ability to right. control ourselves. So you right. have to do it for us. And I have no ability to control my children. I've got a ten year old and a fifteen year old here who really like the game, and I can't tell them to stop playing it. Yep. What am I supposed to do? Tell them no? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? See, I need. I need to put my kids in front of something for three hours, and unfortunately, your product makes them want to sit there for six hours. I only need the three where I don't have to be an attentive parent. That's exactly what this is. So ridiculous. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) What a great game. I'm going to go play it right now. All right. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we still have Representative Ayanna Presley. Um, what mm. what is she? What is she? Yeah, so babbling um, about you know the, the, they had Mark Zuckerberg up uh, Capitol Hill last week talking about the future of Facebook and this Libra uh, coin stuff. And um, I don't know. And there was this one clip that we never got to that uh, that it's just she's maddening, and it was just so ridiculous and so frustrating. I thought you know what might be fun to play. <laughs> Epic, great. Let's check it out. You represent the power, but I don't think you understand the pain. There's underbanking because people are broke. And so let me just ask you this question. Yes or no, is it free to use the Calibra wallet? Uh, Congresswoman, the Calibra wallet isn't a service that is available today. (laughs) Assuming we were able to launch it, it will be free. Mm -hmm. So there is no fee. Uh, Congresswoman, that's the the goal is to make it so that. Uh, so there is no fee. Congresswoman, the goal is to <laughs> okay, make. Okay, moving it- on. So if it costs money to buy wow. Libra, she didn't get the answer she wanted. And costs money to use the Calibra wallet. I fail to see how this helps people with virtually no money. You are attempting to use technology to solve what is inherently an issue of wealth. <laughs> At the end of the day, you are a business. So what is in the business interest for you here? And do you believe in what you are building? Do you believe in what you are building? Uh, Congresswoman, yes. So yes or no, would you leave behind your children's inheritance in Libra? Uh, Congresswoman. Uh, Do you believe in what you're building? uh, (laughs) Yes, I do. That's just bizarre. These are our elected representatives. And and she she doesn't get the answer she wants. And she keeps going with her agenda, though. Mm -hmm. Even though he's saying, no, I'm not... We're, uh, the goal is to not charge for it. Not charge for it. And so that... that, that but she keeps going with... Because her line of thinking right. was, this is going to hurt poor people. Yeah. Well, but it doesn't cost What are you saying? Anything. It doesn't cost anything. <laughs> well, the problem is... And it's not even available yet. Yeah, here's the problem. It's underbanking. The heck is underbanking? I've got to Google that one. Honestly, don't know. That's the first time I've heard the yeah, term Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, she didn't go with like... Uh, isn't there room in our lexicon for banking justice? Because they haven't thrown that one out yet. The underbanked is a characteristic describing people or organizations that do not have sufficient access to mainstream financial services and products typically offered by retail banks. There you go. Okay, well then he's trying to fix that. Huh. He's fixing that, is he not? I can't. Seems like it. Madness. Crazy. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also something we we might have available in uh, theaters soon. No, no, no. PBS, I think, is going to air. It's going to air this. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not even in theaters. Mm-mm. This is a uh, trailer of uh, Clarence Thomas in his own words. Looks good. 
It's actually coming out in on PBS in uh, May of next year. Yeah, take a look at it. Check that. this out. Someplace in my life, the roads had slid off. I was no longer in the world that was my comfort zone. I was never going to be a part of that world. The problem is I can never go back completely to the world I came from. I wandered the streets by myself. I was six. You were hungry and didn't know what you eat. The note said, I like Martin Luther King. You open up the inside, and it just had the word dead. I would rather die on the highways of Alabama than make a butchery of my country. I prayed for guidance, but instead of comfort, I found only sorrow and confusion. He said that I was to leave his house, the only real home I'd ever known. Where could I go? What would I do? So you'd still like to serve on the Supreme Court? I'd rather die than withdraw from the process. I saw what I had become. I didn't even care about it. I didn't care about getting hurt. It was bad. We're supposed to be revolutionaries. I'm just angry, lashing out at every single thing. I had decided to vote for Ronald Reagan. It was a giant step for a black man. I will nominate Judge Clarence Thomas to serve as Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court. That's when all heck broke loose. To help you guys. I do. Judge Thomas began to use work situations to discuss sex. Not at all sure that Clarence Thomas is going to survive this. As a black American, as far as I'm concerned, it is a high-tech lynching. Wow. Hey, come on. We know what this is all about. This is the wrong black guy. He has to be destroyed. Just say it. They, they practically do know. They practically do just say it. You're not black enough. If you don't believe exactly as they do, you're not really black. Doesn't that look good? That looks great. That looks really good. Yeah. And again, you don't have to see it in theaters. That's on PBS in May. Yeah. For free. It looks epic. Yeah. Sorry, I can't stop now. I told you. Rack it. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Bye.